Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. We do have some batteries on the charger. They are for our 124 scale crawler comp that we go to at Reaction RC in Grand Rapids pretty much every Thursday night. It's kind of become our one staple in the RC hobby that we just. We try to make it whenever we can. Um, we really enjoy, one, the people. <laughs> that's that's a big part. You know, when you can find a community that you just really enjoy hanging out with and you, you make time to go and hang out with those people. And doing that around our seat and the 124 scale has become just something we really love. So uh, it wasn't a big thing for us pre-moving to Michigan. We had some 124 scale. We did it, whatever. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll also talk about hobbies. What other hobbies do you have? What what hobbies I've been enjoying recently, again, since moving to Michigan. There's a lot that, that happens when you have a big shift or change in your life. And that was, moving was a big, big shift. Uh, a lot changed, you know, the surroundings of my studios and our, our home and the way that everything's laid out and you know, the weather and, you know, the community that we, we have around us. So much changes when you just basically uproot and move. So we'll be talking about that. Talk about some upcoming events. Hopefully I'll remember to get to that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Arma Granite and getting that back out again and uh, getting a new one because I'd sold my last one. Uh, talk a little bit about that. So those are kind of what we're going to try and get to in this episode um, are those basic topics. So let's start with the the comp. Um, batteries are on the charger. We we run, um, I've got a few of the Gen Zace little mini batteries that I run. Uh, we run the, the ones, the reaction ones that come with the, the 24 scale axials. Most people at the event use the axial SCX24 as their kind of starting base for their comp truck builds uh, for a couple reasons. Our gates are really narrow and having the narrower axles just works better and uh, you know it helps out. So you could go for portals thinking you want clearance but then you're going to lose some some of that advantage by the gates being <laughs> you know that much closer to your wheels when you get to them. So there's you know benefits for both but most people like the narrower track of the, the axles on the SCX24. It's been a really good platform for us. We've really enjoyed it. There's so many upgrades for it. I sell some. There's tons of companies now that have them. Uh, we kind of got in when it was really just starting to to take off. And I remember I started doing the comps at Reaction right after like the FuraTech stuff was getting out there and getting into people's hands and kind of making it big. Because I remember showing up with my first FuraTech uh, Komodo truck and the setups that we had there, it it was just, I didn't know what I was doing and the build that I had was why, like a lot of things were wrong with it because I was not building it for comps. I was building it for 
just running on my courses, never having had gates up for them, um, just trying to make them so they were more capable than they were out of the box. So uh, that was, you know, I had wideners on and a whole bunch of stuff to make it more stable and blah, blah, blah. And it didn't do well. Uh, that's all I remember. It, the Jeep barely could make it up. We didn't have the winch stuff really readily available like we do now. where Everybody knows to use it and all that. So it, it there was a learning curve, and we've all kind of learned together, and it's been just a blast. Um, and, you know, it's grown. The, the courses for sure at Reaction have grown. They're really amazing now for both 110th and 124th scale but I only do the comps for the 124 scale. I don't really, I don't know. I'm still kind of a trail truck guy when it comes to the 110 scale. And that's just me. I'm not a huge competitive person in general. And so that's kind of what's been fun about the 124 scale is on any given day, it seems like anybody can do well. Uh, Dana definitely kicks our butt many times. <laughs> uh, go man, go. You may see him on YouTube uh, with that name. Uh, G-O-M-4-N-G-O. Uh, so I didn't know what it was. You know, people, I was thinking it was like uh, something for NGO. Like like I worked for an NGO. Like that was like my work. And so I, I, I saw NGO and I thought completely different of what it was. Um, somebody thought Go Mango. But yeah, he, he let me know it was Go Man Go. And yeah, he uh, he kicks our butt a lot of times. But there's a lot of good people up there um, that we hang out with, Travis and and uh, and Rick, and and just there's a huge crew of of people up there. Um, so uh, my my boys enjoy hanging out with their buddy Milo up there and uh, laughing. And those guys, man, when they start chattering, it is <laughs> it's just fun to be around because they'll just start this banter. And they'll start riding on people, and it's just fun to see how comfortable they are <laughs> in it all. So, anyway, there's a there's a bunch of people that come up, very regulars um, that come up, and we hang out, we comp, and do all that. And so, I, I try not to miss it. Uh, the entry fees per truck is not much, so a lot of people run multiple classes. I don't necessarily because of time, not because of cost. Uh, because usually we'll judge, like I'll judge my, one of my boys or I'll help with winching or whatever. And, um, and then by the time I run, you know, and everybody else is running, it's, it's hard. And I want to have time to, I found that I was just driving the whole time and trying to be busy and trying to squeeze my trucks in and I wasn't enjoying hanging out. So I try to do one truck. At one point I was doing three, <laughs> um, class one, two and, and class three, and then class four came out and I wanted to be in that. So at that point I was only doing class three and four. I don't really have a class two truck at this point. So, um, yeah, it, it, I, I pretty much will now choose one or the other. I'll do class four. I'll do class three, uh, just so that I have time to hang out and laugh with people and, you know, poke fun and whatever. <laughs> Cause that's, that's half the fun of, of the whole night. And every once in a while I'll win. Last week I ended up taking first for class three and for class four uh, because I, I knew what Dana had. And so at that point it was just I could winch my way through and take a bunch of points doing that but not hit gates. And, you know, I played the game at that point. <laughs> I, I wanted to I wanted to win. So uh, my truck needed it. It hadn't it hadn't done well for me in the last oh month or no, probably two months. 
Um, so it was good uh, to, to feel like it was it was handling pretty well. I've just had a, a whole bunch of issues with high centering and getting stuck and getting unnecessary points because of it, and I just need to re- go in and redo it all. It's it's about due for a a, a fix up. It needs it needs some attention. Uh, it's just getting kind of worn and and loose, and it, it needs to be rethought now that the courses have been redesigned and how it can uh, it can stretch and reach and all that. So. That's my, and I have a new body for it because the other body's all tore up and I haven't taken the time to, to change that out and I just keep it with tape on there to keep it going. Uh, but it's it's one of the most fun aspects of the hobby and it wasn't something that was before and it's because of Michigan, it's because of what we had going on here. It wasn't anything that I ever thought I would get into. You know, we were monster trucks and bashers and all that kind of stuff. And when we did crawl, it was usually one ten scale out in the woods and doing that kind of stuff, walking and taking little hikes. Haven't found that aspect here in Michigan yet. I know there's tons of woods and stuff to hike with them. Um, here near the city, I just haven't found that spot. And uh, there's some trails and stuff near us, but they're mountain bike trails and different things and uh, trying to stay out of the way of the bikes and whatnot. So I think I found a place in Muskegon I want to try and get to. We've walked it a couple times. Seems like there's some really good routes and hills and things that would be fun. Just need to make the drive out there to do it. Um, so that's kind of the 124 scale. I'm running just for a rundown. If you don't see it on YouTube, uh, my main reg is the carbon fiber Furitech Scythe chassis. Uh, running the uh, Furitech Lizard Ultimate. ESC with the full-size Komodo. I still prefer the full-size Komodo. I just don't feel like the weight's a disadvantage for the extra size, whatever. I feel like it's been fantastic. We're running double-barrel shocks, 48 millimeter uh, front and rear. I have a special custom limiting strap, uh, center limit strap that goes down to um, the top of the the diff cover made by Travis for me uh, on the rears. Running the Mofo RC brass servo up front, really solid. Um, just running aluminum axles; they were old. This truck's been built for a while now. I think they're hot racing or power hobby ones. I'm not sure anymore. Um, brass knuckles. I feel like the brass knuckles on the metal axles, the way that they're cut, just get better steering. Now I'm running the Treel wheels with my Pine Tree inserts and Scramblers tires, RC foil drive Scramblers. My favorite combination right now are the brass wheels with the the Scramblers. Still, I have a lot of tires. I like a lot of other ones. Um, Little Guy Racing Parts makes some really great ones. I still really like how soft the rubber compound in is for the scramblers and um so then i run my pine tree inserts in those that i've made specifically for my setup i I designed it based on my rig that i I comp with and so that's what those are built for and they've done really well for me um and i really noticed them and the performance the past week when i took the wins i also have those inserts in my class four rig which also did really well and those are uh running the new ProLine Baja Pros uh, tires with the 
NHX brass wheels. So uh, the NHX brass wheels didn't work well with the scramblers because they didn't bite on the on the tire enough and they slipped on the rim. The Proline has a bit thicker rubber um, sidewall and, and bead, and so it grips better on those. So that's kind of how I was able to keep using those. Those are my favorite looking wheel out. And, uh, yeah, so it's doing well. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, so that's the main setup for that rig. It runs, I'm running a FureTech avatar radio and receiver in it. Um, my other truck is pretty stock class four new body on it. The element ecto body that I bought painted, um, from reaction RC. And it's basically, I've got a front diff cover on it. That's brass. And I've got upgraded servos i did the the mighty eagle servos front and rear i believe maybe honey badgers it may have been before the the mighty eagles one of one of those and then i'm running the i think they're mighty eagles but uh the brass wheels and uh yeah that's about it for that it's not it's not super upgraded and uh, i just got lucky that Dana had a, a slip up because his is pretty dialed in. Oh, I am running a baby Goliath motor on that one. I did upgrade the motor. Doesn't work as smoothly as it does in um, the regular, the V2s of the the electronics. I don't know if it's because the AX24 has two servos that are being powered by that battery and that's sucking some of the amperage from the motor or what, but... It doesn't seem as smooth, uh, especially the power delivery. And I, I'm guessing that it's just the, either the throttle curve is different. I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of the the power delivery. The servos definitely get more power than they did in the SCX24, which is good. Everyone says, wow, these you know the servos stock ones seem more powerful. But I feel like it's at a detriment to the motor. <laughs> and I don't know if it's true or not. It just feels like it. I don't know enough of the math or what they've done in these technically to say if it is or isn't better, but it doesn't feel as good, especially as the V2, uh, which is super-duper smooth. All right, so that's enough about the 24 scale for now. Let's jump over to the Granite. Arma Granite 3S BLX four-wheel drive brushless monster truck. I got it in the green and black version. I used to have the orange one which I really like. The orange was cool too, but I'm a big fan of green and black and white. And that body to me is fire. I love it. <laughs> it's so cool. So I'm kind of glad now that I sold the first one because I now have the new body. I guess I could have just bought a new body. What am I talking about? So here's the deal. I loved the granite back in the day. It was one of my favorite. Just go to, to just, if I want to go outside and play, I picked up the granite and a three S battery no hassle, easy to just charge up one battery and go, not fiddling with, you know, plugging in multiples and trying to fit them into the battery trays, just fits and go. Um, they're light, they're, you know, easy to carry if you break it, whatever. Uh, and it didn't break very often unless I was really doing mega sends with it and landing really awkwardly. So... Um, I had it, I loved it, one of my favorites, and I got a brand new truck that came out that was 4S uh, from a pretty big company, 
and it was its first version that came out. And I was out just testing it and just seeing how far it could wheelie down the driveway and all that. And a guy that worked for my neighbor who'd, who'd spent a lot of time with us because we had um, my neighbor's company redo our kitchen, which was a long project. And so I got to know this guy pretty well. And a younger guy had young kids and uh, he's watching me. He's like, man, I want to get, I would love to get something like that. And, um, I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, um, but I was like, but I honestly like for the cost of this, it's twice as much as this other one. And I feel like it's only just as good. Now there's certain aspects of it, plastic, certain things that are more refined and better if you really want to look at it, but are they necessary? I don't think so. Like for the fun that you just get with this 3S and how cheap it is to fix things and whatever, I would uh, hands down get this over it, over that other one. Um, and funny enough, I ended up just donating that to a, a group in uh, that, that other name brand one to a group in Texas that works with young boys um, doing camps and stuff. And uh, yeah, I just, there, this thing was wicked cool. But so back to this story, I said, if you were going to get into it, you know, new into RC, I would actually recommend an arm of granite. He's like, well, what's that? I said, well, let me show you mine. So I pulled mine out, threw a battery in it and was ripping it. He's like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. That's just as good as what I was seeing from the other one. And he's like, and it's half the price. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's half the price. Uh, the batteries are cheaper for it. You only need a single three S, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of selling points that you can go through and check, you know, down the list. It's actually more stable than that other car was too. Um, so it, it didn't have like self writing and some other things, but I, it was my preferred vehicle over that V1 for sure. With the the V1 of the other one was narrow and tipped all the time, rolled and just was not as good of a driving experience, especially for somebody new. The other one was durable as a tank, whatever. This is close enough for durability. And, uh, yeah, there's enough features. Well, then, So then he just hit me with, well, will you sell me this one since you have that other one now? And I was like, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> I was kind of pausing. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, yeah. And, but I even gave him a, a battery for it and everything. I gave him a... a just a killer deal. And, you know, it's one of those things where I had a bunch of stuff and it wasn't a big deal. So I think I sold it to him for like a hundred bucks with a battery and a charger <laughs> and like just killer deal for him. And he loved it. He just tore it up, whatever. Um, and eventually I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get a new one and, you know, not a big deal. But the 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 big rock came out, and I was like, mm, I really want to try that. And it was in the all black, so it didn't just come out. It was like the second version. It's wider, and just I was like, hmm. You know, the things I didn't like about the first one, the tires and stuff like that, they looked better in the V2 of, of the big rock. And I'm like, I'm going for it. So I did that, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's so good. Again, a tank. You can watch my videos of it when I was in Virginia just – just tearing it up in the backyard, slamming stuff. It just would go. Like when I was mad about something or whatever, 
things on the other things RCs wouldn't work. I just pull out the big rock and it just worked and it did what I wanted. And um so yeah, <laughs> it it's been awesome and it still has been awesome. In fact, it still was working. I ended up stealing the transmission out of it because of fourth of July last year. I was trying to do the vortex with the, the firework strap to it. And I stripped the spur gear somehow. I over tightened the slipper and whatever. I must've landed on throttle or something crazy because, you know, fireworks are flying off it and just it's, it was mayhem. <laughs> so I was just kind of just going for it. Whatever happened, happened. And I was going to just switch the, the things over, but the vortex actually had the perfect like little ridges to tape the, and I'd already outfitted. It's so like, whatever, I'll just steal it's easy enough to pull out the electronics or pull out the the whole assembly for the transmission on it and throw it into the uh into the vortex. So my big rock's sitting down there without a transmission and I got a new spur gear to put onto the one that I tore up and then reinstall it in there, but it just hasn't happened. I haven't found the time. And now I probably won't be able to find the part since it's been moved so many times. I'll be missing. It's yeah. I, that's the one thing I hate about when you don't fix something straight away or whatever. When you start stealing parts from other cars, that's why so often like I'll get something in and it'll be a kit or a roller or whatever, and I buy new stuff for it. And people are like, why don't you just take off other cars? I'm like, because I'll never take it back off to put in that one, and I'll never drive that car again. So, like, I won't just go and switch stuff. Even receivers, like, that one little barrier of, I just want to do this quick. Like, when I when I get time to do things, it's not like, oh, you you just do YouTube all the time. So, you're always, you know, got all. I, I work more than ever in order to be able to do this because nothing that I do makes a lot of money. And so, I have to do a lot of things and just constantly be doing projects for people and trying to m- scrape money together wherever I can. And so, I don't have, like... When I go to do a run video, it's just like, oh my gosh, I got some time. Let's squeeze it in. I just did the granite video at like the end of the day, had my son come out, and we just quickly threw it together at the back of the truck, then went out and ran it for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, came back, edited it from like 11 at night till 1 or 2 in the morning, and it's just that's how it works because all the other stuff sucks up that other valuable time during the day. Anyway... Uh, so yeah, if I take something out and put it into something else, what happens is the big rock happens. It's sitting down in the garage, was completely capable and never had an issue really other than, um, I did have the hub pop off, which I mentioned in the video of the, the granite. That's the one thing to check on these. And I think I've busted an A-arm once or a shock or something, something minimal, you know, just buy a new and stick it on. A lot of people complain about the plastic shocks leaking and the whatever, you know, like they, they rip off the, yeah, every once in a while they do, but guess what? The cheapest way that I found is I just buy another set of the, the shocks of two pre-made and just stick it on and keep driving. That's kind of how I run these. I don't really upgrade them. I don't change tires. I don't, I just run these as stock fun RCs out of the box. I don't change electronics. I don't do any of that stuff. I just run it. That's the the 3S line for me. That's what it's about. Um, with the Vortex, I don't like it as much because the tires are, are belted. It doesn't flip and do wheelies and stuff the same. Uh, you could change tires, whatever, and it would do better. Um, but again, these ones, I don't really buy for that. I just run them how they are. And, you know, it's a $300 vehicle. I don't want to spend $100 for a new set of tires to put on it. 
I would have rather just bought the one that's right for it. Like get the granite if you want to do flips and stuff or the big rock. Don't buy the vortex and then buy new tires. And then you're at a, like a 450 truck or whatever, you know, instead of just getting the one that has the tires that make it do what you would have wanted it to in the first place. So I, with these three S I'm like, buy it for what it is. Like if you want it to be a monster truck, get the granite. If you want it to be stable and you're ripping through yards and whatever small jumps and you want to fly straight, Vortex all day. Big Rock's kind of in between the granite and the the Vortex. And the Big Rock, it flies straight. It can still flip. It can wheelie, whatever. It's got a little bit smaller tires. And it's nimble. It's super awesome. Um, the granite's a little more lumbering. They're still really lightweight, so it's not even lumbering at that point. But it's, yeah, they're just, it's awesome the sentence are just indestructible <laughs> beasts hand those to any kid let them crash it into whatever and they do pretty good um bumpers get messed up and stuff like that but the body kind of protects it from a lot uh of hits into curbs and different things and you get a little bit extra out of it <laughs> as far as durability but um and then the, the typhon i haven't really had too much experience with the 3s typhon um I'm not really a huge buggy guy, so it's it's not kind of my my thing. So they're great, but you know, if you're a buggy guy, you, you'd love it. But it's not been my thing. It's not been a go to for me. Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at. These things are running the BLX 100 100 amp ESC. Still, it's not the Spectrum one. It's running a Spectrum 3200 kV motor. Those things you just got to be careful. They gear these things so they go 50 miles an hour out of the box on 3S. It says 50 on the box. It'll go 50. Um, it's not like, you know, crazy advertising to make you think it's going to go that. If you do get this battery and you put on this thing, gearing ratios and do all these things, this one you just strap in the battery that it's intended for 3S and it'll go, it'll go 50. But because of that, if you're really ripping these, if you got long grass, you got whatever, it, uh, yeah, it'll overheat. And if you overheat it, um, stuff starts to fall apart in the motors. Bearings start to explode in the motors. There's a lot that can go wrong if you don't watch it when you drive them. That's the one thing to be careful of. They're geared for insanity, but in like four-minute chunks, and then check it, um, especially if you're going full trigger the whole time, racing or whatever, and just through a yard. I run pretty slow. I'm not full trigger most of the time. I'm just kind of half until I get up to something, and then I'll hit it the rest of the way to do a flip or a trick. I'm not just all about you know balls-to-the-wall speed all the time, um, so mine don't run as hot quickly so i can run it a little longer and so it just comes down to how you run i try to finesse it and then you know do fun tricks and be a little bit crazy but it's not just like constant full trigger if you're doing that you better be careful because you will cook something either the esc or the motor uh so that's the one thing to to think about and to know about them Uh, but that's nerc you really have to check that stuff because nerc can but you the People get these low price point, they go fast, and then people go full trigger a long time on them, and you have, I did it to the Vortex, I totally cooked the motor uh, the first day I got it, because I tried to do um, a bunch of videos with it right away, 
and I just did battery pack after battery pack, and it just was so hot. Oh, my gosh. It was so hot. Uh, it was over 200 some degrees in it and they, you know, 185, you should be stopping. Uh, and it was way well above 200. So it might've been a 250 plus. I don't remember. I have it on the video, but we cooked it and uh, I sent it off to them so they could look at it and see what I did. But, um, then I just bought a new motor and put it in. It's like, it's my fault. <laughs> I'm just going to buy a new motor stick it in and keep running because it's, it's that much fun. I wanted it out and running it. Um, so that's that. I don't remember what else we said we were going to talk about. I know hobbies, other hobbies that we have. Um, I think there's one other RC thing. Uh, we kind of hinted on about the idea of moving and, and things that change your, you know, throughout, throughout anything in life, you're going to have ebbs and flows of things you're interested in, things, and it changes. And there's major a lot of times there's major life things that change and then that impacts other things, you know, like a job or, you know, having a kid or, <laughs> you know, your kid graduates and they're at home and so then you're not playing with RCs as much because it's something you did together. Like there's major things. For us it was moving and that changed so much about the RC hobby for me. Um, that and starting the little business that just came out of nowhere uh, basically with the mini monster trucks and try to make stuff for that. And then that kind of grew into a little bit more. And then we wanted diff covers just to put on them. Cause I thought it'd be cool, which morphed into more and then servos. And then, you know, all staying within the mini line. That's kind of where kind of, I found my niche for that and the not trying to break into the 10 scale markets or anything like that. Really just kind of staying in that lane. We got into it pretty early. Now there's a, you know, a ton of companies, out there that are doing it, um, which all have great parts. And many of them, you know, you use the same manufacturers for the same parts that I use. So, you know, I knew in the beginning, the only thing that really set mine apart was having my logo on it. There's been a few things that we've designed and that are kind of, you know, ours. Uh, one of them was for, um, a bigger brands, mini car, uh, that we had diff covers and stuff that were kind of created for us in the shaping and all that uh, based on my request for how it was to look. But um, yeah, we're not, once those are sold out, we're not going to be kind of supporting any of that, um, that particular car anymore. Uh, So that just kind of came from stuff that went down and just in the, in the interest of not, feeling like I have a target on my back at all times. I just don't want to work with that company because that's kind of how it would feel to me. Like if I make one small mistake, it could be, it could be drastic where, you know, one page on a site, you know, gets the whole thing taken down. Um, so I just staying away from them completely. You know what I do have, I've, I'm only putting on eBay at this point. And uh, so, yeah, I had some stuff that were made for that. And I think we're going to change direction. We'll probably look to work within some of the, the new FMS stuff. Um, and even I'd like to get into some of the rock hobby ones, like for the, the van and that their 18th scale and do some support for that in brass. So yeah, there's, there's more that's that we're looking at doing. Time is a big issue. Like I said earlier that I have to do so many things in order to try and because each one makes so little, 
that I, I just work all the time and I'm always, I've always got something I'm trying to do. Um, and YouTube right now is making the least it's, it's doing terrible. Um, Instagram no longer, there's no monetization in that for me anymore. They, they've pulled that away. Uh, so, and even what, what YouTube was doing is down a lot for me. So, uh, you know that, and then I'm doing stuff for companies, and I'm doing stuff for local stuff. Um, there's still some of the nonprofits I work with that I do stuff for them to make a little bit of extra um, to make in, and so I'm constantly having things that I'm doing in order to, you know, try and pay the bills and you know make have money to, to try and have new parts and things made. Um, like I need to get some more. Um, the mighty chihuahuas have been selling like crazy recently. And so those are running low, but I got to find, you know, the money to be able to, to, to order more. Um, so there's big investments you have to drop at certain times and you guys get it. It's business. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been, um, been a lot of work recently. And so we're trying to, to keep things moving. The Again, the, the 24 scale nights are one of my favorites. I try to not miss it. So we're going again tonight, even though we have a big day tomorrow. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I probably should skip, but we're not going to. And that's, uh, that's just because we like hanging out with, with the crew that comes. And we really enjoy running the 24 scale. There's just something about it being at the tabletop height. It just changes a lot of things in the perspective of what you're seeing and doing. And it's just one of the most enjoyable experiences with RC that I have nowadays. And it's crazy because I would have never thought that it would have been that way. And, um, but especially when you invest in them and you take them beyond what they are out of the box, they, they can be next level. And that's what's so cool about them. Let's talk about other hobbies. Cause that's been something else that has been taking time. Um, and drawing some of my attention um, and will continue to even more as the weather gets better. So the weather being better is awesome because RC, yay, you know, we're going to get to do a lot more outdoor stuff. Super excited about that, keeping batteries charged. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen it, speaking of RCs and outside, I have a new chassis from Gammy RC that I did a video on. It's a metal cage, steel cage for the Rift. It's absolutely awesome. <laughs> you should check it out. It's such an easy conversion too. Uh, so yes, check it out. I just got my sway bar kit in, so I need to finish that up. Uh, but yeah, and get the sway bars installed. That'll help it even more. Super cool. I don't think I've talked about it on here. His design works amazing. I'm actually trying to work with Gammy on something else. Hopefully coming. I just need time. It's it's kind of on my part now, falling behind that I haven't even had time to do anything with. And so, if you're listening, Gammy, I'm sorry. I'll get with it, and, and we'll we'll talk. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the uh, the hobbies. So I studied music in school. Uh, I played in bands through the end of high school and college all through college I played in 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 rock bands and different things and um you know been doing music stuff for a while played saxophone um did a little bit with piano not much I wish I'd have learned it because so much of music is way easier to understand off of the keyboard and based off the keyboard and and visualize um 
and I just, it wasn't something that I wanted to do when I was younger. And then I had to do proficiencies in, in college and I did just enough to pass. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, when we moved, I hadn't taken my guitar out. So when, when I started studying film, that kind of changed a lot of stuff. I was still doing music, but I sold all of my like amp cabinets and all of my electric guitars and almost everything except for one acoustic, which was kind of like my cheapest acoustic that I had. I just liked it. It was narrow and it was easy to take places and I didn't mind having it out at the beach or around the campfire or whatever uh, because it wasn't, wasn't that great. It, it had, um, it was an electric acoustic so you could plug it in, whatever. Not great. But eventually, I started playing um, again at a church in Virginia, and I'd sold all that stuff in order to buy a camera equipment when I went back to school to help with my education. I wanted to have some of the stuff my of my own that I could work with um, on the daily and just get used to, to using, and then also computer equipment. So I sold it all, and then, you know, Started doing well out of school, and I, I got a job, and I was working, and my wife had been just moving up in her job and continuing to move up, and so we were doing all right. And we had enough money that I could get a decent guitar. And so I bought a Taylor Acoustic Electric, which I still have, and I absolutely love it. Um, I had actually gone to get the Mitchell, or no, not Mitchell, Martin. <laughs> Not Mitchell. Mitchell is a lower uh, end one that you can get. I went to get the um, Martin Big Bottom, I think it was called, uh, guitar. And it was a acoustic, and it had a big big bottom to it. Uh, I, th- I think that's what it's called. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it. I know that Dashboard Confessional played one, um, and I really liked it and the sound of it, and the look of it, and that was kind of, at the time, my one of my dream guitars. I don't know if it's the Grand. Maybe it's the Grand. Anyway, the, the bottom end of it was huge, and I didn't like it as much to play as I did the Taylor when I was in there, so I ended up walking away with a Taylor, and uh, so I, I played it for a while, and then uh, we moved to Michigan, and I was still playing it, but I haven't opened the case of it since we moved to Michigan. So a year and a half, I haven't played guitar. Uh, and then our church up here, we've been going to, they didn't have a bass player, but you know the worship leader led from a acoustic. So I'm like, I'm not going to go up there and play acoustic when there's already acoustic. That's just redundant and unnecessary, and I'm not going to do it. So I said, you know, I'll I'll pick up a bass and I'll learn to play. And I've always liked the Ernie Ball bass. I've talked about this on a couple live streams. I've always liked the Music Man Stingray by Ernie Ball. Uh, that's what the the bass player from uh, and singer from MXPX played. Very punk sound. Love the look of it. Just really sharp bass. I've I wanted when I played bass in. Um, in punk bands at the end of high school. And, you know, I wasn't, I had to learn it because I broke my collarbone racing BMX and I couldn't form power chords for the longest time uh, because 
there was no strength in my arm, but I could play a bass and I could slide and I could get back into playing music. And so I picked up a cheap one and I, then, you know, we needed a bass player. And so I, we had a great guitar, so I'd play bass, but I wasn't any good at it, whatever. Like I could just play the root notes and a little bit of, you know, fifths or whatever, and a few things just kind of make things up that worked off of the scales I knew from guitar. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I've been spending a lot more time. All this is to say, this is a long story. This is the Italian side of me telling a story. I'm giving you way too many details. All this is to say that we've gotten into music again. Um, my son now, my younger son, is interested in the bass. Uh, and this all kind of went around because I finally got that music, man. It's not the Ernie Ball. Um, back when I, w- I wanted one in high school, they were like, 1500 bucks which was way out of the range that I, I could spend on anything like that back then um and so i went looking for it like i'm like that's the base i'm gonna get if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get a, a music man stingray and i went and nobody carries them in store really anymore they they now the price is up to like 2500 bucks it's just not i don't think it's not a sellable guitar or bass in a way that people are coming in looking for it but this, they came out with this Sterling brand by by Ernie Ball by Music Man. That's the Stingray. So it's basically like what the Stingray was in 2015. So, but it's the Sterling name now, and they're made in Indonesia, and so they're they're cheaper than the USA made Ernie Ball Music Man. Anyway, that's what I got. Still, I got the nicest one of those that was a single pickup. I don't like the dual pickup look of it. If you get the dual pickups, I just wanted that punk rock look of one. Like I always wanted single pickup. I think it's the Stingray 30 Ray 34. So they have the four, the 24 and then the 34. I think 34 is the highest of that, um, that, that style. And anyway, got it. But my son wants to play it and he's kind of small and, He's about to bang into stuff. On the one that I got, the the plug is on the bottom of it, so he's like kind of like I, he's going to just loosen that and jam it all up with him sitting down and playing. I'm like, this ain't going to happen. So I took him to get his first bass guitar because he's shown so much interest in it, and he, he's playing it every day. And I'm teaching him to play because I've been watching a bunch of videos, and I knew a little bit enough. I knew enough from playing and I took some lessons when I was in high school. Um, so I knew enough that I could go from watching YouTube videos to another level. So I've stepped to another level myself. And so I can at least get him started. Um, and I'm looking at actually taking lessons so I can learn slap and some of that stuff. I can't do any of that. I can just basically play bass and the notes and run scales and add, you know, little flourishes and kind of fun stuff to it. But, um, yeah, anyway, so that's a new hobby that we're picking up and we're getting into, and so that takes time and money. So some of that extra money that I had, like I used to buy, instead of buying myself an RC, uh, one of the new ones, like the MT-12 that I want, from Team Associated, I put that money toward getting my son a bass guitar and investing in his hobby that he wants to be in. My other son's playing piano and just killing it. He's so good. For his age and for for starting as late as he did and he has a great ear and he's just he's having fun with it and he can pick up stuff and just play it 
kind of hear it and then just kind of figure it out. Plus, he can read music and, and play other stuff. Um, that's pretty pretty decent. Um, not doing any like crazy classical not so stuff, but he can he can do learn some of it. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's been fun, and it's also been taking time because I've been spending time with my sons doing music, and we all are playing together, which has been a lot of fun. But fishing is also something that we picked up from Michigan and being on the river here that we didn't have as a time thing or money thing. The very expensive hobby as well. It's my son's, my older son that plays piano. So I was willing to buy my my, my younger son the bass because I invest a lot in my older son's fishing hobby and buying stuff for me that he uses. <laughs> you know, I'll get a new pole because he's taken mine pretty much. And so we have now an extra that was for me. But you know what? You use this one and buying lures and stuff because I know he's losing them and he'll come and take mine and you know, whatever it is, what it is. I love it. I love to have the time with him fishing. And so those things are all kind of been added to our list of things. So not only am I just busy all the time doing the work stuff that I'm talking about, but I am, I'm blessed in that I can work from home and I can stop like right after I'm done with this, my son's going to finish up his first batch of schoolwork um, that he's doing. And then he's going to want to do bass lessons. And so I'll spend probably an hour with him doing bass lessons. Then I'll go back down and I'll edit and I'll do work until we, and then, so on Thursday, I don't get to work as long because I take my son to school. The other son, they have, they go to school one day a week. For some reason, the younger sons ended early <laughs> in the year, way earlier. So he's out, but we're still doing other homeschool stuff with him. My in-laws, uh, work with them on that and doing most of it. I take them to their music lessons on Tuesdays. And so that'll take up a chunk of two hours in that day on Tuesday. But, you know, again, I work my schedule and then I, you know, I work a normal day, take that two hour chunk and then, you know, doing the live stream for me is working again. So I get on at like nine and we do like two hours of live streaming. So that two hour chunk that I gave earlier in the day, I can put back to work later on. And so there's that, like I, I'm always working and I always have the ability to work because I work from home and you know, when I feel like I didn't get enough done, I work in the night. So, uh, on Thursdays it gets crazy because we go to the comp. I've now got to go and I've got the batteries charging here next to me. So those will be ready for us, but then I've got to work on the cars, make sure everything's, you know, ready to go do shipping, get everything shipped out, respond to stuff. I'll only get a little bit of editing in here. So, like, that's where the USTE videos get fit around all this stuff. You know, I'll spend eight hours on it Monday. Tuesday, I'll get, like, you know, probably five hours on it. Um, and then when you're going through these long interviews and stuff, too, and all that, and you're trying to pull stuff out, that'll take so much time on its own. And then you're going through it and moving stuff. You go back and watch the whole thing and say, well, can I slide this in here? And that shifts everything down. So it's a big project. So I've been doing that and going around that. And then I have like the granite video where I got to be like, I need this. I need something for YouTube because YouTube's already not doing great. So I need to just keep feeding that beast. So let's run out at like four 30, shoot this video for the granite, you know, be done by five 30. And then, you know, do all the family stuff. We had to go buy some stuff for uh, a wedding tomorrow. And then, um, 
yeah, so that's kind of like just running and doing stuff. I know everybody's busy, so it, it's you guys understand like this. It's normal, like with work and everything. And um, the difference is when you're working for yourself and you see if you're not doing stuff, you're not making money. <laughs> so, and even then, it's not a lot. Like so, but you're just trying to make sure that it will keep at least where it was because you're counting on it being at a certain level. Um especially with YouTube and trying to get that back to the level it should be at. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting learning experience for sure. Um, I always, you know, if if things don't work out how I want them to, I can always go back and start doing, you know, video stuff just full time if I need to, or, or other work full time, I, you know, employable at least. So that's good. But we're, we're trying as hard as we can to make all this work because we're having fun doing it. As much work as it is, it's also there's a lot of enjoyment to it. And so that's the hard part is you don't ever want to turn it off because you're having these conversations with people and you're just, you know, you're chatting. Like we were at an ice cream shop last night after going and getting some of the stuff. And um, everyone went out to the car, but I'm still sitting there at the table because I was responding to somebody um, about something through the shop. And so just kind of back and forth with a few different people and then going, because it's just, it, it, there isn't like a boundary for it where it's like, Oh, five o'clock I'm done eight to five and check out. Uh, it's very much a, just throughout the whole day, something will pop up. I'll just quickly look at it, try and take care of it. So that's kind of the work life balance is a little bit different, but luckily they blend pretty well. Uh, so that's been pretty good. My boys are learning to do some of the video stuff, at least the filming, which has made it more fun for some of the unboxings I've been able to do. Uh, so it's not always studio. I, I you know, I kind of got tired of that feel of just everything being studio. And I don't know, I, trying to keep it more organic and, and see what that's, I just feel like it's, it's one is more fun for me. And two, it's faster to do. And three, it's the studio up here is kind of makes it a pain in the butt, <clears throat> just location. So we're trying to change things up how we do it. And uh, we use this space in a little bit different way. Every once in a while we'll do stuff up here, but I think we're going to kind of see it change into something else. And I don't know what it, what that's going to look like yet, but I'm excited to whatever it will be. We're constantly just trying to change how we do things. And that's kind of part of growing, you know, like learn what works in a, in a space and go with it. So, Anyway, this is becoming a longer podcast than I actually intended it to be. And uh, so, yeah, hobbies are awesome. RC is a hobby. It's become work, but I still see it as a hobby. A lot of what I do on the side of it is, ho- you know, is hobby. Like tonight is hobby. We're going to hang out. We're comping, I guess. But we're, we're really just hanging out and enjoying the hobby and, um, yeah, and trying to support people and, you know, support our local shops. I need to get back out to crawler space. Um, because of the busyness that I've talked about, I haven't been out there and I want to do a video. They've been doing a lot of mini Z stuff and I want to get out there and do a video on the mini Z stuff that they're having. They're doing. I also saw that our, um, our grand river, grand rapids, uh, area, local racetrack went to carpet and I have a carpet buggy. I hadn't run it there because they were dirt and, now they're carpet, so I need to go check that out. So there's a lot of stuff that I want to try and do locally. 
Um, I need to get back out to Walters RC Park. There's a lot of stuff I want to do. And I'm just trying to squeeze that around all the other hobbies we have and the work side of what I have to do as well. So um, I'm going to start going by my shipping is set on my website. It's not my priority because, you know, YouTube and stuff is first. I let that get skewed a little bit. Um, and, you know, if stuff would come in. I'd just stop and get the, sh- you know, shipment ready, whatever. And I'm not and try to have it out. If it came in before noon, I tried to have it out that same day. Um, if it came in, you know, afternoon, it would go out the next day with the stuff that came in before noon on that, that day. But that's just running up the post office. That becomes like a, you know, doing all that, whatever. And then driving, doing it ends up being a half hour to 45 minute part of my day that just gets eaten up doing that. And so I'm going to probably cut that down to where I'll go out Monday for all the, the stuff that came in on the weekend I won't go out on Tuesday. I'll probably do um, Wednesday, and then I'll probably do Saturday, something like that. That way anything comes in Friday night or Saturday morning will go out um, Saturday in that shipment to get to people Monday, Tuesday. So I need to not every day be running up there and trying to fill all the orders every single day where I won't even even like touch the orders until Saturday morning from Wednesday to whatever. So I'll just let them build up and just do them all Friday night, Saturday. I'll probably do them Friday and have them ready to go Saturday along with anything else that comes in Saturday. So I got to figure that out. But right now I'm running up every day uh, and it's a big time suck. And it keeps me from having that hour that I had yesterday. I just decided not to do it yesterday. And instead I made the granite video and I need to do that more often where I can make videos, uh, and you know the shipping things become a, a bit of a problem with that. So um, I'll probably still do. I can probably still do Thursdays because we pass a post office on our way to the comp. So I probably would do uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, then Saturday or something. So yeah, I have to figure it out. But I definitely want to get more videos done, and that whole stopping and doing all that and then going really limits the videos that I can do. And so, yeah, there'll be changes coming as far as that goes. Um, Still trying to get stuff out very quickly, but, you know, there may be, depending on when you order, there may be a little lull and um, before it ships. And I don't know if that's going to work like that or not. We'll see. Um, But I'm feeling it right now, unless I can find a different way to make time work or if I just, I guess if I can get them done earlier and not do the 12 thing and I can just put them out in my mailbox for pickup, that would change things too. So anyway, those are things I'm thinking through, things I got to deal with. Uh, but it does impact you guys in some ways because some of you guys order stuff from my store and it might mean that there's one more day that you'd have to wait before it arrives. So just letting you know. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in as always. Have fun RCing.